This is the qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified. The qualified with Ryan Huff. Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always, and welcome back to The Qualified, where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, a life of impact, a life of purpose, a life where you're making a difference with this beautiful gift that you've been given. Let me tell you, you guys, you are created for more than what you're living at. You are qualified for more. You have been put on this earth with a purpose. You might not know what that is just yet, but I guarantee you, you have purpose with your life. If the bird that flies around on in the, in the air has purpose, if a tree has purpose, if a dog has purpose, if an automobile has purpose, you do as well. You're qualified for an incredible life. However, just because you're qualified doesn't mean that you don't also have to put in the work in order to make that difference into a reality. That's why on this show, The Qualified Podcast, we talk about topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life as well as things of inspiring guests that they have done in theirs that have helped to make a change. And ultimately, my hope is that something I say or a guest says gets you on the path towards making that difference into your reality. Because I promise you this, man, if you are performing, you know, you're doing things on a regular basis that is underneath the level that you know you're capable of performing at, it's going to be impossible for you to feel great about yourself. Like you don't need me to tell you that. You know that to be true in your own life. If you're leaving potential on the table, you're not going to feel good about yourself. If you, if, because here's the thing. Whenever you, this is a great test for that, whenever you get home at night or you get up in the morning, you look at yourself in the mirror, you're brushing your teeth, whatever, and you look back at the person you see, what do you, what do you think of? Are you, are you happy with the person you see? Are you excited about it? Are you like, man, I'm proud of that guy I look back at. Man, I'm, I'm happy with the woman I look back at. I'm proud of you. Are you or aren't you? Because that's a great barometer. It's a great test of that. The greatest times... In my life, you guys, whenever I'm the most excited, the most happy, the most confident is whenever I'm following through. It's whenever I'm doing the things necessary that are getting me closer to becoming the man I know that God created me to be, right? And I know that you I know that you know that to be true in your life as well. Or else you most likely would not be listening to a podcast like this, right? So I know that you're the kind of person that wants to make a change. I know that you're the kind of person that wants to make a difference. So Welcome to the qualified, but I got to encourage you as well, man. No change comes just by osmosis, right? There's no such reality, something for nothing. You've got to put in the work, but discipline equals freedom and let's rock and freaking roll. Y'all, this is kind of a uh, impromptu podcast. This actually, um, I was on my way, uh, on my way home and wanted to, uh, wanted to record this and uh, get it get it out there while it's uh, fresh on my mind. So uh, we are talking about discipline today. More specifically, I think I'm going to title this podcast "Discipline Equals Freedom." I know that it is a very commonly used phrase by a gentleman that I you know revere, and actually his books are actually on my list to read this year: um, "Extreme Ownership" and uh, "The Dichotomy of Leadership." Uh, but one of the quotes that's by Jocko Willing, those are both books that I definitely recommend you get. I haven't read them myself, but I have heard raving reviews of them and, uh, have no reason to believe that they're not incredible because people that I, I revere and look up to as well, they rave about them. My mentor has read those books too. So I would highly recommend that you get them. And only that David Goggins talks about that too, about being disciplined, right? And such. So anyways, but y'all, I want to talk about something that I started doing recently that I have found a, 
oddly enough, a lot of power in. And it, it just ultimately boils down to exercising discipline. And what I'm referring to is, so on, I have an iPhone, right? I'm a very uh, avid fan of Apple products. I, <laughs> I have a, I use my MacBook every day, uh, iPhone, AirPods, which AirPods are something I never thought I would, I would actually be interested in, but I use them all the time, especially for taking phone calls, listening to music, whatever. It's just very simple. And, uh, anyway, so that's, you know, a small, a small ad for, uh, for Apple. But anyways, I, um, you know, I like to, uh, every week I get a, a notification. I'm, I'm not sure if Android has this option. It probably does. Um, but every week I get a notification that tells me like, you know, what my screen time was, right. And it'll say like, you know, it was, your screen time was down 25% or whatever have you. And recently last, I think it was last Sunday, I, um, I got a notification that said my screen time was up 35%. I'm like, Oh, that's, that, that's, that's not good because I knew that it wasn't just me, you know, making business calls or sending emails or checking sales or looking at orders or whatever have you from qualified apparel and such. It was just messing around, you know, getting on Instagram or getting on YouTube or Facebook and just scrolling, aimlessly scrolling, aimlessly watching YouTube videos and such, right? Which, you know, hey, those things have their own uh, have their own merit. They have their own time and place, right? You know, and you know if you're just trying to wind down for the night or whatever have you. But those things do not have a place if you are trying to create something great with your life, right? If you're trying to create something exceptional with your life, you're trying to live a life worth remembering. Knowing the world was made better because you were lived. You're trying to add value. You're trying to live a life that's fulfilling. You're trying to do things that are making this world a better place overall, right? So for me, that, and most likely for you as well, that is the case, right? I want to do things. Like that's actually my personalized mission, which is to live a life worth remembering, knowing the world was made better because I lived. That's legitimately why I'm here on this earth. And like I realized my last mission back in 2017, May of 2017, and that's actually how Qualified Apparel ended up being born. And uh, actually, that's another podcast I'm recording today as well. Um, but anyway, so I, after I saw that, that, you know, that, um, that notification that said, you know, hey, your screen time is up 35%. I didn't like that, dude. I didn't like that because I knew that, and I'm on, here's the thing. Be honest with yourself. Be truthful with yourself. You know, this is kind of a side note, but, you know, we have this thing going around, you know, it's been going around for a while now, like love yourself, self-love, all this kind of jazz, which I agree with, right? You should love yourself. But loving yourself goes beyond the narrative of just simply looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, man, that's a good looking guy or man, I'm happy. That's a, that's a beautiful woman or man, I'm really happy with the person I am or whatever. Right. Those are obviously good things to do. Like you should always be looking at yourself and have a high, have a high, um, what is it? Regard for who you are. You should, you you should be your biggest cheerleader. You should be your biggest fan. You should believe in yourself. Right. So therefore you should look at yourself in a positive light, but in the same sense, self-love also means being honest. It also means being truthful with with yourself, right? It doesn't. It, it means telling yourself the truth, not sugarcoating it and being like, you know what? Hey, you know, you're just a little bit out of control. When, you know, whether you have a, a vice that you you know go into, you're kind of out of control when it comes to playing video games or you know spending time on YouTube or you know flirting with someone at work you shouldn't be doing, right? Or looking at pornography or whatever your vice is, overeating or whatever it is, right? Self-love is about telling yourself the truth and be like, hey man, like 
or hey girl, you need you need to change this, right? You need to change this 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 um, the, this the way you're living, right? Because this ultimately is leading us to a, in a, down a road that's far below our potential. That's far below the level of adding value to the world around us, right? Because I'm telling you, dude, again, back to what we said in the beginning, if you're performing at a level that's underneath what you know you're capable of performing at, it's going to be impossible for you to feel great about yourself. So anyways, whenever I, that was just a side note, but so self-love is obviously, you know, being, you know, being a you know, cheerleader for yourself, but it's also about telling yourself the truth and telling you and being real with yourself about where you know you need to change, where you know you need to be better. And those areas of being better and those areas of change, oftentimes guys, they're, they're hard, they're painful, right? They're not fun because change is, change isn't always easy, right? Results are not always easy. However, they're always worth it. And the person you become along the path to achieving them, attaining them, is always worth it as well. Because as you become better, the world around you becomes better. But again, you gotta be focused on gotta be focused on being truthful with yourself. And also when it comes to goal setting too, don't be so focused on the end goal necessarily. Be focused on the process and be focused on the man or woman that you're becoming along the way to achieving it. So anyway, so I was telling myself the truth whenever it came to I saw my screen time was up 35% and I knew it wasn't because of me just being so productive that I was, you know, <laughs> I was just knocking it out left and right, just, you know, doing amazing things. No, I knew it was because I was just screwing around and not doing the things I know I needed to do. And so... I think it was either on Wednesday or, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what day it was. Maybe it was Tuesday or maybe it was that day. Maybe it was Sunday. I'm not really sure, but I think, I don't think it was, Um, but it was sometime last week and I started, I went into my, uh, went into, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, I'm making this while driving and some people started to, you know, started to uh, slam on their brakes a little unexpectedly. So anyways, but so I was, uh, I I started going on and, uh, which by the way, I'm, not looking at my phone whatsoever. I'm literally just have my elbow on my center console. My phone is in my hand. The microphone is towards my mouth. I am full eyes and full attention on the road here. So we're good to go anyways. But I was, as I say that I was looking at, I was looking at, um, you know, I was, you know, looking at that screen time and I realized that, Hey, my phone has the ability to set limitations on certain apps. Right. And I realized I'm like, wow, I can actually I can put a limitation on this and that. So what I did was I put 30 minutes. You know, I thought about putting more. I thought about, well, an hour wouldn't be bad. I'm like, no, bro. Like if you take an hour of, unfortunately, whenever it does social media, um, it does, you know, Facebook and, and Instagram, it does them together. So 30 minutes across both, right? And YouTube, it's different. It's the 30 minutes by itself. Um, but anyways, I realized, I'm like, dude, that's hours. That That's like, you know, two hours that you're wasting. So I'm like, you know what? I can give 30 minutes each. So that's an hour that I have on there. I make a post, whatever have you. But what I started doing after I, you know, after <clears throat> what I started doing though, after I put those limitations on, what it made me realize was this. It made me realize that I have a very limited amount of time to be on these platforms. So I can't just, you know, aimlessly scroll. I can't just, you know, get on there and do whatever because at five minutes it actually gives me a warning and it says, Hey, you know, you've re- you know, you're five minutes until your time limit comes up. And then once it, uh, <laughs> and then once you reach your limit, what happens is it actually locks the app. Now you can get into it. If you click on the app and it'll say, you're like, Hey, you've reached your limit. You can hit okay. Or you can say ignore limit. Right. And you can basically waive the discipline and then go and, you know, get on there and do what you need, which obviously if it was really important, that's a obviously a good feature to have. 
but anyway, so I put that in place. And what it made me realize was I need to be very intentional. Like just before I made this, uh, you know, before I'm recording this podcast, I uh, got on Instagram and I was, I was, you know, getting on there and just kind of scrolling through and like looking at certain, you know, certain things I needed to check on. And, uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to talk about this whole putting limits on, uh, on Instagram and such. So I went on there and, you know, made, made several stories and, uh, you know, unfortunately was able to record, but it also, it made my points that I was going to share very pointed, very intentional. Why? Because I knew I had a limited amount of time with which to accomplish what I wanted to say. So I couldn't just get on there and ramble like I'm known for, right? I actually had to, you know, make sure my words were together my, and like be very pointed with that and such. So got on there, was doing that and then wanted to listen back to it. So I did. Then, then it gave me my five minute uh, warning sign. So I quickly got off of there and we're good to go. Made a post as well, shared a story, shared another story and another video that I thought would be uh, helpful for people and went from there. So anyways, but what I realized was, guys, and the reason I wanted to record this podcast is what it's this simple act of putting a limitation on these apps has done for me. So I'm, I'm sure you've heard this whole thing of like, you know, uh, what is it? Knowledge is power, right? And, you know, for, let me give you just a personal example. Um, there was a, a book that a friend of mine, you know, my best friend mentor had been recommending that I read for, uh, for several years now, actually, or maybe not several. Yeah. You know what? That's not true. It actually had been like a several years. And, uh, and the book was called how to stop the pain It's by uh, Dr. James Richards. It's a phenomenal read. And I highly recommend anyone who's listening to this to pick up a copy, how to, how to stop the pain by Dr. James Richards. And so anyway, so I remember, you know, him telling me about this, you know, for a long time. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, I just, I never ended up reading it, right. Never ended up purchasing it. And so therefore it never actually got read. And so, um, it wasn't until maybe, uh, I don't know, I forget what year this was. Was that 20? Yeah, it was 2019. Mind you, he'd been telling me about this book probably since like, I don't want to say 2016, but it might've been 2016, definitely since 2017, right? So at least a couple years had gone by. And, uh, I had a meeting with this gentleman. I was, you know, working to, uh, you know, to, you know, bring qualified apparel into their business and such. And, uh, he, he and I got to talking and he mentioned how to stop the pain. And so after he had mentioned it, I was like, you know, maybe I should start reading that book. And so I picked it up and uh, started reading it. And then my friend is like, he's like, bro, I've been telling you that for years. Like you should have listened to this. You should have been reading that book already. But then, you know, I've been saying it, I'm your best friend, but then some, you know, bozo that you just meet. Yeah, <laughs> tells you about it, and then you finally have this epiphany moment, and you start reading it. But it's like those kind of things. I feel like those kind of things happen. It's like you know, you might have heard it for so long, but until you're actually ready to apply it, until you're actually ready to make the change, then it applies, right? What's what's that old saying? Uh, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? So for me, that's exactly how I feel, and how I'm, you know, how I felt, and how I'm feeling when it comes to this discipline thing, because I've always heard like we mentioned earlier, discipline equals freedom. And I've noticed you guys, I'm a lot more not only purposeful and intentional with my time on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and such. And I enjoy the time being on there as well. But I also am very intentional and purposeful. I think about it. Okay, what do I want to do whenever I get on here? What's my goal? What's my end game? If I'm going to make a post, what am I going to say? Do I have the picture already taken? Have I already recorded the video? that kind of stuff too. That way I know I'm able to do it and get it accomplished within the amount of time that I'm allotted that within my time limit. Right. And so, but what's been really awesome is that I've been really just focused on like, okay, 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And what I've, what I've realized was after that time limit has come up and it locks the app and you know we're good to go, I make a point of sticking with it and I don't deviate from it and I have it and I won't. And what's awesome, I'm like, good job. Good job. Because here's the thing. Confidence, you guys, is built, right? Confidence is built. It's not something that you just kind of stumble upon and like you see people who are very confident. They weren't born that way right? They were not just, you know, poof, God, you know, God created them and they were made that way. No, like that confidence in them was built, you guys. And it was built through intentional action. It was built through doing things on a consistent basis by keeping the promises they make to themselves, right? Same thing with anything. Like if you know, like for instance, you know, I ran, um, I had a long run a while back and I ran, you know, 18 miles and I was doing different, um, you know, speed work sessions and all this, but the, which is, you know, not a big deal for me just because I've built up that, uh, that endurance and such. And that's something that you could do that someone, anything could, anyone could do. It's just like, you got to train for it. Right. And so anyways, but like I had built up that, you know, that, you know, I, and I had done the workout and such, but the key in factor with this workout in particular, this is, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago now, or no, no, no. I think it was in December sometime. Anyways, that's irrelevant. But, um, the key difference with that though, during this workout was that it was also happened to be 43 degrees, windy and raining, which mind you, I'm a Texas boy born and raised, right? Uh, whenever anything below 60 degrees is cold, right? For me, I'd much rather have it be 80, 90, hundred degrees than cold any day of the week. So <laughs> I much more prefer the, the, the heat than I do the cold anytime. Um, but after I, when I did that workout, dude, I was, it was miserable, but it was also a blast at the same time. Actually, a friend of mine called me a masochist after that, which I, which I didn't know what that meant. So I had to look it up. So <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's a compliment, but I'm not really sure. So I looked it up and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. But uh, basically a masochist is someone that enjoys pain, right? And while I'm not so sure I, I necessarily do, but maybe I actually kind of do, but I don't know. But anyways, I after I got done with the run, yeah, I was shivering and yeah, I was cold. But you know what happened? I was also extremely proud of myself and extremely happy with myself as well. Why? Because I did something that I know a majority of people are not willing to do. And that's the thing, you guys, self-confidence is built because today, whenever I went on my 18 mile run, you know, it was really cold, but in the same sense, I'm like, bro, this is nothing compared to that 40, you know, 43, you know, degree day that was raining and windy and such. Yeah, it was cold today. Yeah, it was windy. The headwinds were brutal, but I'm like, this is nothing compared to that. If I can do that, I can certainly do anything like this because why? Because I kept the promise that I made to myself before, whenever I said I was going to do that long run, it wasn't contingent on whether the conditions are right. It wasn't contingent on, it had to be sunny. It had to be sunshine. It had to be no wind. I had to have all my calories in my diet, perfect, whatever. No, it was like, Hey, I made the promise. I'm going to do this. Therefore I'm going to do it. it even though the conditions aren't, ne- aren't necessarily ideal. Dude, that's the thing. Conditions aren't always going to be ideal but the work has still got to be done, right? Especially if I want to qualify for the Boston Marathon, I've got to put in the work. The same thing is true with confidence, you guys. That is built. And I get out there and I'm like, dude, if I can do this, what else am I capable of? And you keep on building on top of that. So whenever it comes to setting these limitations in place, 
I was just so happy with myself because I'm like, bro, you're actually doing the things that you know you need to do that are going to move your not only personal life forward, but your spiritual life forward, your business life forward, your physical life forward. Because why? Because I'm using my time more productively in other facets as well, in other areas that I know are going to help me become better as well. Like, for instance, I realized that since I'm not watching YouTube videos during the time that I eat, I'm actually like the, like yesterday. Actually, I got I had a book, had my book out. I'm reading this book right now called the uh, what is it? Disciplines of a Godly Man. It's actually an excellent read, um, and I'm only I'm only like what twenty something pages in, something like that. And uh, it's it's very very good. I've just started it. And I know it's going to be an excellent uh, an excellent read overall. Um, but I was actually reading during the time that I was eating, which is something that I don't normally do. Which, by the way, I like how that rhymed. Eating while I was reading. Haha. <laughs> or <laughs> reading while I was eating. Anyways. But, um, but I realized, I'm like, dude, this is something that you normally don't do. And then the other day, whenever I was getting home from printing shirts, I realized, I'm like, man, I'm really looking forward to reading before I go to bed, which is normally not what I do. I typically get on YouTube and I binge watch 30 minutes, an hour of YouTube videos and such, which again, there's nothing wrong necessarily with doing that. However, if you are wanting to accomplish great things with your life. You're wanting to do things that are actually going to make this world better because you were here. Then those things that are not helping you move forward, you've got to cut them out, dude. As much as you have, as much as you have a goal list of things you need to do, you need to have a list of things you need to stop doing as well, right? Or at least put limitations on them, or, or maybe just stop doing them altogether, right? Because I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, like the, the more that you put limitations in place, the more you put that discipline in place, in place, the freer your life is going to be. And the more opportunities are going to show up as well. Because here's the thing, guys. Opportunity tends to favor those people who are prepared, right? Opportunity seems to be like, I forget who said it, but it's like, you know, hey, the, the harder I practice, the, the more the luckier I get, right? The same thing is true with our lives. The more that we continue showing up, the more that we continue pouring into ourselves, whether it's in our physical body, whether it's in our spirituality, the more whether it's in our finances, our discipline, our work ethic, whatever, the more opportunities start to show up and the more growth, intentional growth happens because of that discipline. Y'all, name anything noteworthy in your life, it's going to come as a result of discipline. Right? Having an exceptional marriage, having an exceptional relationship having a house that's really clean and tidy, right? Having a business that's working and performing out great numbers, having excellent excellent customer service, having a body that's in great health, having a family that's very happy, having a uh, whatever, name the thing, whatever it is, it all comes down to discipline, right? And not only has my self-confidence gone up simply because of the simple act of like keeping the promise that I'm making to myself, you guys, another thing that has been really amazing with this, I started thinking about it in this way, which I literally had like a, a duh moment whenever it came, whenever it came to this. But again, sometimes these little things are just like, you know, when the, when the teach, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? And I've been referring to 2021 as the building year. And, um, but whenever I was thinking about these limits and such that I had in place, I was actually eating yesterday. Whenever I thought about this, um, I was like, you know what? what's awesome about putting these limits on, on these apps, right? And whatever your limits are, dude, maybe you don't necessarily have, you know, a lack of discipline when it comes to, you know, spending time on social media, but maybe yours is Netflix or maybe yours is spending too much time at the gym, right? You're instead of like, you know, getting your reps done and doing other things, you're spending time, you know, 
talking to everyone there, not really doing a whole lot of work. Maybe you need to be more intentional with that. Maybe you say like, hey, I need to get in, get out, get it, get on with my work, get get back, get home to my family, spend time with my wife, spend time with my husband, whatever, right? Maybe your dis- area of discipline that you need to be more intentional with is different, right? Whatever it is, like it's going to be different for everybody. But what I realized was, obviously, yeah, it's, it's forcing me to be more intentional, be more purposeful with the time that I get on. But it also made me think of this as well. This is what I wanted to share before I start wrapping things up here, is that our lives are no different, you guys. Our lives are no different. When, whenever it comes to, like, you know, for instance, the 30-minute the time limit that I have on YouTube, right? I, my, my time that I take on there is a lot more intentional. Why? Because I knew, I know that I knew that because I know that my time is limited. I only have a a finite amount of time that 30 minutes before it runs out. Therefore I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to make this happen. I've got to make that happen. Right? The same thing is true with our lives. You guys, this might be a, you know, an inconvenient fact, which we all are aware of, but we're going to die eventually. It doesn't matter if you're the healthiest person on earth, you're the unhealthiest person on earth, you're vegan, you're not vegan, whatever it is, you're paleo or you're keto, whatever, we're all going to die. The mortality rate of a human being is hundred percent, right? So <laughs> we're all going to die eventually. You know, and obviously I, and I pray that, you know, your life, my life is one that's, you know, characterized by a great health, great clean bill of health with a life that's contributing with a life that's making a difference and such. And that it goes on. So I want to live, dude, I want to live to be 120, man. I want to live for as long as I can. Right. But in the same sense, a lot of us don't really think of life that way. I know I'm guilty of it too, right? I'm literally just telling y'all something that I kind of realized I had like an epiphany moment just last week. And that's why I wanted to, uh, to record this, you know, about discipline, equal, equaling freedom. And I realized, I'm like, you know what? My life is the same way. I only have a, a very limited amount of time to make my life count. So why have I not been being intentional? Why have I not been being purposeful? What's been preventing me from that? The simple answer is discipline. Right? The simple answer is not being willing to do the things to show up on a consistent basis and do the things that I know are going to lead me ultimately to achieving everything I want to achieve, right? Of accomplishing all the goals that I have, of being the kind of man that God will be well pleased with, my wife will be attracted to, my parents will be proud of, who I'd want my children to emulate, who positively impacts the world and who never stops improving. The only thing separating me from achieving that the only thing separating you from achieving whatever you want to do and accomplish with your life is discipline. But you've got to realize, guys, what we all have to realize is that we are given a life, and that is a huge, huge asset. I think I forget what the uh, what the what the number is. I think it's like what a nine trillion to one chance of being born, right? And I think the number even goes up whenever you you know, factor in the fact of even being born a human, right? You could have been, you could have been born a cockroach. You could have been born a tree. You could have been, you know, born a, you know, a dog, which, you know, honestly wouldn't have been a bad deal, but, (laughs) but, um, anyways, but like we've been given this unique opportunity, this incredible gift called life. And we have a very finite amount of time to make it count. We have a very finite amount of time to make sure that this world was made better because we were here. So why not go out and do something great with it? 
And I, dude, and here's the thing, like, I, I get it. Like life sucks sometimes. Life will kick you in the nuts. Life will, you know, really kick you in the gut and it'll hurt. It'll suck. It'll be unfair. It'll be, have, it'll have heartache. It'll have hardships. It'll have things that just are so unjust things that just happen that are unexpected. And like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Like, why? That's life, dude. Like a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, her name is Elizabeth Frazier. She was in sex trafficking for over 20 years of her life, being pimped out by her parents as early as she can remember from the age of four. Life isn't always fair. Life is honestly sometimes disgusting. Life is honestly sometimes ridiculous, you know, and it's downright just sad and heartaching and like just ridiculous in the things that happen. But you know what? Life is also a beautiful gift because I mentioned my friend Elizabeth. She has turned that tragedy, that trauma that happened into her life into something beautiful. She now goes around speaking and doing great things with her life. She is a business owner that her business, Hero Bands, gives to several different companies that help free people out of sex trafficking. So, like, yeah, your life might have been, not been congenial, but remember, it's still a life. It's still a beautiful gift. And the difference between you creating something that's worth remembering, creating a life that's contributing, creating a life that's excellent, creating a life that's exciting, creating a life that's fulfilling, creating a life that is not only making your life better, but the world around you better, the difference maker in, that, in, those, in, those, in those scenarios is discipline right? Because you're going to make an impact of, you're going to make one of three impacts with your life, guys. That's, this is this is a fact. You're either going to make an impact that's going to be so freaking incredible, right? Like people will just be like, man, you remember that guy or remember that girl? Gosh, dude, they did so, so many good things. They were such a good person. They did this, they did that. They contributed this. Wow. Remember what they did here? Gosh, man, they, they, they truly lived a life that was worth remembering. They did make a difference with the life that they've been given. You're going to live that kind of life or you're going to live a negative kind of life, right? You're going to make a life that ultimately made the world worse, right? You're going to do things that made people's lives harder. You're going to do things that were unfair and wicked to other people, right? You're going to do things that treated people unfairly and did other things that are not good. And like, obviously no one wants to live that kind of life. But the third kind, which is the middle ground, is the kind that I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of people settle into. And I, dude, I've not, I've been here before, right? Unfortunately, I wasn't in that, that other group that, you know, the the group that we just mentioned, but I've been in my life where I was just kind of like, you know, just kind of getting by, right. Just kind of existing, not really being disciplined, not really doing the things I know I needed to do. And that's the kind of life a lot of people will live, which is a life that's just kind of existing. You know, you're kind of, you don't, you don't like your job, but you're not willing to do anything to change it. You don't like your relationship, but you're, you feel like there's no one else out there for you and, or you're scared to leave because the kids or whatever have you. So you settle, right? You're unhappy. You don't ever, you know, start that business that you ever always wanted to start because I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. And so the fear of the unknown and the fear of what if I fail and, you know, people, you know, the people that made fun of me or ridiculed me or whatever, what will they say then? You know, I told you so, blah, blah, blah. 
you're going to just kind of settle for a body that you hate. You know, you, you always want something better. You know that you're, you know, that you could do better, right? You could lose some weight. Maybe not, maybe you don't want to look like, you know, a Steve Cook or, uh, you know, uh, Julian Michaels or whatever, but you at least want to be in better shape. You know, you want to be able to go up a flight of stairs without getting out of breath. You want to be able to fit into a smaller size pair of jeans, you know, or you want to just be happy with the body that you're in, you know, but you never do because that's hard, you know, and oh, it's winter time. I'll, I'll start in the summer whenever it's warm, you know, and you know, I'll do this and I'll do that, but then you kind of keep pushing it off and you don't ever start because you, you lack the discipline and ultimately you, you just exist. You just kind of, you're living, right? You're going to work, you're going to your job, you're paying bills or, but you're really unfulfilled. You're really not happy. You're definitely not contributing. You're definitely not living a life that's fulfilling. But ultimately, that's a lot in life for a lot of people. That's a sad reality to be in, but unfortunately, that's the reality of a lot of people. Why? Because most people lack the discipline. And dude, again, I'm not saying that I have been free of this. Literally just, I mean, while I've been making progress in my life, I've literally just, you know, started... I, again, I've been referring to 2021 as the building year. And quite frankly, th- this has been a huge, like just breakthrough moment that I literally had last week and I'm elated for it. And like, there's been so much growth and like we provided y'all literally this month, we've provided over 14,600 meals for families in America with qualified apparel. That is a massive number, which to put that in perspective in the entire year of 2019, we provided, I say we, Qualified Apparel and the Qualified Family via our Giving to Feeding America, we provided 19, no, sorry, yeah, 19,000, um, no, sorry, 26,400 meals for families in America in 2019. So it's like, yeah, we, um, we're we doing great things and we're making a difference, but like we've already done over half of what we did in the entire year of 2019 in the first month of this year. So it's good. Put that in perspective, it's going to be a huge year for us. And we're on track to do well over 100,000 meals, which is which is incredible. And quite frankly, I look at that as like, man, those are potentially 14,000, you know, because we're over 92,000 meals provided to date. Those are, I look at it this way. Those are, I look at it, it's like, yeah, it doesn't necessarily translate this way, but I look at it this way sometimes. I'm like, those are potentially 90,000, 92,000 people's lives that we've been able to impact. You know, maybe it was the same person over and over again. Maybe it was different people, you know, but anyways, that's still incredible. But like, I look at it and I'm like, man, this is going to be an incredible year. But here's the difference maker between that, you guys. Maybe 2020 was an awful year for you. Maybe the year before that was awful and such, but I promise you, your life is going to be the exact same. It might be different, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're wanting like, oh, everything's going to be different because Joe Biden won or everything's going to suck now because Trump lost or whatever, whatever camp you're in. Or maybe you're like, you don't care about that whatsoever. You're like, 2021 is going to suck regardless because of this, that, and the other thing. I can't, get my, can't ha- do this because of that. I can't have this because of that, whatever. You can keep making the excuses. You can keep blaming someone else for your problems. You can keep playing the victim and whatnot. And that's fine. Yeah, you can make, you can do that with your life, do all that, whatever you want to do. That's perfectly fine. You are definitely, um, most inclined to do that for sure. I don't recommend that, but you are definitely, you know, that's, that, if you want to do that, it's fine. You, your choice, your life, right? But I'm telling you, man, I just encourage you, whoever's listening to this right now, 
you have the potential to do incredible things with your life. Regardless of what your past is, your future, your purpose still stands. The capability to make your life into something fantastic still stands. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what's happened. It doesn't matter what, how big you've messed up or how much you've been inconsistent or how much you've failed or whatever. It, it, it literally does not matter. Because while you can't go back and make a new start, you can start today, which will ultimately make a brand new end, right? You know, there's a there's a quote I just thought of from, uh, there's this book called, you know, Think and Grow Rich. It's by Napoleon Hill. And this book, this quote says, I bargained with life for a penny, and li- but in life would pay no more. However, I begged at evening whenever I counted my scanty store. For life is a just employer. It gives you what you ask. But once you have set the wages, why you must bear the task. I bargained with life for a menial's hire only to learn dismayed that any wage I had asked of life, life would have willingly paid. So whatever you want out of life, you guys, it's going to be up to you, right? But you have got, again, the difference maker in this is whether or not you're going to have the discipline to show up, to do the work, to stay consistent, to get it done, right? No one's stopping you. No one's preventing you. No one is against you. Dude, the whole world loves a winner and has no time for a loser. You might say, well, yeah, but this and that, America sucks and I can't because because my skin color is this or I was born in this neighborhood or whatever it is. Blah, blah, blah. No, no, bro, no, no. Get that, get that loser mentality out of your brain. If someone, if you see, I love, I love thinking about it with this perspective. Gary Vaynerchuk has famously said this and I love this so much because if you see someone who looks like you and they've succeeded, you do not have any excuse because y'all, there's always someone with a worse story than you who's done more. There's always someone with a worse story than you who has succeeded, who has experienced great inequalities who has experienced trauma far beyond you could ever imagine. Just like we mentioned my friend Elizabeth a little bit ago, right? There are people who have experienced absolutely terrible things that they never should have experienced. However, they've still gone on to succeed, right? And your story might not be congenial, right? Your story might not be like, man, like this thing happened and life has been so good, sunshine and rainbows, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't, that is not the defining factor of whether or not your life will work out or not. What the defining factor is, is whether or not you're going to be disciplined enough to do the things you know you need to do on a regular basis in order to make the difference into a reality. And you might say, well, I don't know what to do right now. I'm, I don't know where to start. Well, (laughs) a great way to start is to figure out what, you know, what areas of life, you know, have you, because right right now, currently what you've done has gotten you to where you are today, right? And I love what Les Brown talks about. He says, in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been before. So what is it that you need to do to change? Well, it starts with discipline, number one. So maybe it starts with reading books. Maybe it starts with listening to different podcasts. This one being a great one, right? Whatever it is for you, You've got to start doing something different, but you've got to be disciplined to do that. It's it's one thing to like be disciplined, but it's another thing to be disciplined consistently, right? We can all be disciplined to eat a healthy meal once a day, but 
when it comes to losing weight, we've got to make sure that we're controlling our calorie intake. Got to make sure we're working out, drinking plenty of water and doing that, not just one day, but consistently. Same thing with business growth, right? I can't just make one call and then be good and be like, all right, made that one call. I'm going to be a millionaire. No, it's making that other one call and then following up, getting the product out, following up with great customer service and making another call and making another call, sending emails, visiting, visiting businesses and doing, it's a numbers game. The same thing is true with our life. It takes discipline to continue showing up. But you've got to remember, your life is limited. Your time here is limited. But if you're disciplined enough to continue showing up, to do the right things you know you need to do, your life's not going to change overnight, but it will change overall. Right, well, a lot of us we underestimate what we can accomplish, you know. In you know, in in a we we underestimate what we can accomplish, and we underestimate you know in a year more so. We underestimate what we can accomplish in like five years, right? Y'all, great things take time. I, mean, I was listening, I was watching a uh, video or not video. I was uh, saw yeah, it was a post yesterday. Nick Barr, a guy who I you know look up to and very inspired by with his business success. Another guy being uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Ben Francis. Another another group being Dude Perfect, right? All these people have had enormous success in whatever area they're in. You know, Nick Barr when it comes to like, you know, supplements and such, fitness supplements, you know, Ben Francis when it comes to Gymshark, uh, Dude Perfect with the trick shot videos and all the other things they do now, right? But the factor with those people, the difference in those people is this. Obviously, there's a discipline, right? Obviously, there's a consistency. Obviously, there's learning from the failures and such. But it was also time. Dude Perfect's been at this for well over 12 years. BPN with Nick Barr has been at it for what? Eight years, if I'm not mistaken? Ben Francis, he's been at it for around the same amount of time. Eight, eight, nine, ten years, something like that. Maybe six years, maybe maybe sometime a little bit more than six, I think. Qualified Apparel has only been in business going into our fourth year. And I haven't done hardly anything when it came to our first year in business, second year in business, and I'm finally started working a little bit in our third year and actually doing a whole lot now. The point of it is, you guys, discipline equals freedom, number one. Staying consistent is the biggest thing, number one. But you've also got to give yourself time. Know that greatness is going to take time. Greatness is built as well. So continue showing up. Continue doing the things on a regular basis that are going to get yourself to where you know you need to be, right? You might not have it all figured out, but that's the beauty of the process, man. It's like you're not going to have it all figured out automatically. But what's awesome is that the more you continue going, the more you continue improving, the more you start to figure it out. You're like, you know what? Hey, this didn't work. That didn't work. So I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to learn what didn't work and I'm going to continue showing up, continue doing the right things. And great things starts happening whenever you do that. You start learning more as you continue failing forward, right? As you continue doing the necessary things that are going to help you move forward. But it all starts with discipline. So stay disciplined. Stay focused. You're going to get to where you're going, man, provided that you just don't give up, you know? So again, discipline equals freedom. And be patient with it. Great things take time. You're going to fail, but learn from every failure. Every failure brings with it. Every failure is a necessary stepping stone along the pathway to your eventual success. And every failure also brings with it an education. So learn from it. But have the discipline to start. Have the discipline to continue showing up. Put the limitations where they need to be. Make something out of your life. That's the main part of it. So 
anyways, that was, uh, that's basically it, man. Intended this to kind of be shorter, but here we are at 43 minutes, (laughs) but you know what? That's uh, I just I wanted to say something, man. I wanted to get it out there. I wanted to put it out there because I, I I felt led to, and I'm confident there's someone out there who uh, who will benefit from this. So I just wanted to share, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode, I definitely would encourage you to share it out with at least one person. Um, if you've been listening for a particular period of time and uh, you haven't already left us a review, I would definitely encourage you to leave us a five star review on iTunes and uh, to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you want to leave a written review telling us you know what you enjoyed most about the episode or any other episodes you've listened to would definitely encourage you to leave that because that helps us, you know, gives us awesome feedback and I always love reading those kind of reviews and uh, it's definitely exciting. So anyways, y'all, thank you so much for listening. I trust you enjoyed this. And again, y'all, discipline equals freedom and take time. Remember, have patience with the things that you want to accomplish. You're worth fighting for, man. Your, Your life is qualified to make a difference. So keep showing up. Let's rock and roll. Y'all, have an amazing day. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. See you guys.